0: Do we have an intro? I don't think so. Uh, Welcome to Free Story (laughs) Ideas, episode four.
1: Episode four. Crazy. It's been a little bit belated, Yeah. but here we are. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
0: Uh, Logan's got the prompt for this week. Uh, My name's uh, Christian, by the way. FC. (laughs) Keep it consistent.
1: (laughs) My name is Logan, and we just make up stories. So you can use these stories however you want, and uh, don't have to credit us, but you should let us know because we want to hear it.
0: Yeah, we want to see it. We want to uh, feature it on the show, talk about it. Um, but, yeah, all of the story ideas that we talk about today are public domain, totally free. Do whatever you want with them.
1: Yep, do whatever you want. Okay, so in the interest of time, the prompt today is a uh, foster family adopts – or doesn't adopt. Foster's a, a new kid who's – let's just say he's 13, and they already have a biological son who's – 12, 11 or 12, um, but basically the prompt is really simple, the foster kid is very mysterious and some strange stuff starts happening once they hmm. have him in the home, um, but I don't have much more than that, like I don't sure. know what the strange stuff is, I don't, I don't know anything, but my one rule this week, because <laughs> our, our, uh, one of our fan said uh, that we have monsters in all of our episodes, so we need no monsters this
0: True. week. That's going to to be difficult for me. Yeah, there's always (laughs) monsters. Um, So I think with this one, we can kind of go through the different genres, too. Okay. And that's kind of how the mysterious past or whatever will kind of play out differently, depending on what genre it is, I think. Yeah. And kind of inform the genre, too.
1: Okay, so um, then you start. What's, What's a mysterious thing that happens? Well, do you want to pick a genre or pick a mysterious thing that happens?
0: Well, kind of the first thing that comes to my mind is all if all foster kids in a new family are mysterious <laughs> just yeah. by default. Right. And so you've kind of got that, um, childhood, um, exaggeration, imagination a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of that kind of vibe where it's, is this really happening or is this cause it's, t- if it's told from the perspective of the biological kid, of the 10 year old kid. Yeah. So then you're kind of like, it's like unreliable narrator a little bit. Uh-huh. Like I saw this foster kid doing this. That must mean this crazy thing instead you know and so then
1: you're kind of like do i believe them or which is a little bit like that book that you were telling Mm -hmm. me about right boy's life yeah yeah where it's not clear if it's really happening or if it's just imagination happening. definitely
0: and in that case he's telling the story from 25 years ago so you've got that layer how does he how well does he remember it too
1: okay so um the biological boy let's name him Tommy. I was gonna say Todd. So wow, really good Todd. <laughs> um so Toddy is uh let's just go with Todd. That's great. Great. Todd is um what what is what's happening with the with the foster kid.
0: Sure. Well I think you've got I'm the oldest out of five. So I think if okay, he's the if he's the oldest and then you bring in another kid who's older, that throws okay. off the family dynamic a totally. ton.
1: He's never been younger. Sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: So he doesn't really know how to like he's trying to establish dominance still basically.
1: Yeah. What if uh what if so the foster kid, let's just name him Kurt. Sure. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh so Kurt What if Kurt is playing up his mysterious qualities to Todd? And Todd's just young enough that he believes him. Sure. Um, But you, as the consumer of the story, start to doubt what's true and what's not true.
0: Yeah. And I think you set it up where we get a little bit of backstory with Todd first and we, like, some character moments where we absolutely love this kid. Like Mm -hmm. he's such a sweet kid, whatever kind of, kind of, he has a big imagination that's established early on, but it's endearing. And so then these things kind of start happening. And then that's where that gets questioned. It's like, you were so awesome before and you're so endearing before you're, you're probably telling the truth still.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's set up a scene. So Todd and Kurt, let's just say Kurt uh, gets his own room because the parents are a little bit concerned about making him share a room sure. with, with someone so Todd gets moved in to his his uh, little sister's room so Todd and his little sister are sharing a room and they hear noises mm. from Kurt's room in the middle of the night and Todd decides to go check on Kurt but Kurt is asleep there's nothing going on in there so it's a little bit like yeah. thriller Yeah, you know like suspense suspense there's some kind of something's going on maybe todd wakes up kurt or something and kurt tells him a story that the noises follow him every home he goes to but really just a sleep talker or something <laughs> like that you know, <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> so we're we're into maybe thriller possibly sci-fi kind of yeah. mode
0: right now well and that's what i mean if it was if we try to keep it totally grounded right where it's like was he watching a video on his phone or something or Mm -hmm. sleep talking or something like that but he's playing it up again or
1: or is he doing a shtick that he does at all his foster homes sure where he freaks them out until they kick him out or something yeah
0: yeah that's great um i was gonna a similar scene i was gonna say like he's talking on the phone and being like super shady and like um, Todd overhears it, but, okay. and so he was only hearing one, one side of the conversation. And so he's like, yeah, I'll be there. Don't tell anybody, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he has a job that's like a farm hand, something that a 13 year old could do, you know? Right. But he's talking to his boss that way, but we don't know that Todd doesn't know that. But so it sounds like who, where does he need to be? He's 13 years old. Right, right, right. <laughs> who would want him?
1: So, so may, And then maybe he's trying to tell his parents, hey, Todd is – or sorry, Kurt is uh, talking to strange people on the phone. They don't even think Kurt has a phone. You right. Know what I mean, there could be some stuff like layers of stuff like that where it's like they go confront Kurt and he's like, I don't have a phone. I'm a foster kid. <laughs> yeah. How do you think I have a phone? I'm 13. Yeah. What are, <laughs> like this is crazy. But then when he's – when Kurt and Todd are together, Kurt's like a little bit domineering and kind of a jerk mm. maybe. Yeah. So that's how their relationship goes well,
0: because so it's yeah, it's the dominance for both Ooh. of them they're kind of um, both trying to establish that um, so why is he a farmhand?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of jobs that like thirteen year old kids can do. Well, this is interesting. What if one of the twists in the book or the movie or whatever is that Kurt is actually much older oh, but he looks young like and forty. Maybe not 40. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Maybe he's, um, you know, maybe he's like 18 or 19 or something, but he just looks really young. Or he's like, you know, he's constantly telling people he's tall for his age or something like that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as a way of sort of hiding. So
0: is that his, that's his mysterious backstory is that he's afraid to like, he acts like he wants to get out of the foster system, but he's afraid to actually age out. And so oh. he's he's trying to stay young.
1: So what if, what if he's, like, on the run hmm. from, like, dangerous? Maybe that's the weird stuff that's happening is they start getting calls on the phone or see cars outside their house or something like that. Um, and Kurt is, like, is kind of domineering and scary with Todd and treats him like a little kid, like an 18 year old or 17 year old would treat a 10 year old. Yeah. But then when he's with everybody else, he's real sweet and acts like a 13 year old, which 13 year olds aren't sweet, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean? He acts like you would think a 13 year old would act. Sure. Um, But then it turns out he's, he's in some kind of almost like a a witness protection or something, Hmm. but not officially. Like maybe maybe he's, his parents put him in the foster system to protect him, changed his name, shuffled the papers. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and then he's safe from whoever. Maybe there's like a organized crime. Sorry, I'm just like going <laughs> organized <laughs> crime or something like that. Yeah, you could you could
0: make it less intense where it's like split parents and the they're trying to keep him safe from the other parent who is. Crazy. abusive or yeah. crazy and it doesn't have to be the mob, um, oh, but okay. it could still be intense like that you know yeah. like i didn't know what else to do to keep you safe from your your dad or something you yeah. know and so um so he's trying to find his mom
1: also but not get caught because she told him to do this whatever you've got that whole so he's searching for one of his parents but he's running from his other parent. but his other parent is searching for him the only reason I say i well, I think it should it should have something like the mob or like organized crime is because somebody had to have the resources to put him in the foster system and change his background, you know what I mean yeah, and so you got to explain that somehow, sure, so that's kind of what but it could still be small, you know what I mean it could be maybe it's spies even well that's even bigger but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying it could be a small story, but utilizing a big resources from another Yeah, Area. definitely. So the dad's still crazy, but he's crazy because he's in the mob, and I don't know. Well, it could be, like, an experimental
0: branch of the witness protection that we're trying to use the foster system now and even, like, remove it a little bit, and so you've got those resources um, just to try to – we're trying to shuffle things a little bit more and even go across organizations, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the foster system is uh, is being used by the government or uh, like a dark branch of the government to protect certain witnesses who are young enough yeah. to be in the foster system. Okay. That's interesting.
0: So it's going to be tough to keep a story going of all of those kind of...
1: Like where telling, does it go? Is he
0: telling the truth? Is he not telling the truth? You know, like you can have like five or six of those, and they obviously need to build an intensity where mm-hmm. the last one is like, "How could this not be true? Something's what this crazy happening. thing is happening?" Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I like this better than the sort of like, "Is it supernatural or not?" Definitely. This is a more interesting.
0: Definitely, because it's real.
1: Yeah, if it feels like oh, crazy. Um, what if? Uh, what if? What if he doesn't know? What if he's been in the foster system for a long time Mm. and instead of him having an antagonistic relationship with with Todd, he actually tells Todd that he doesn't think everything is the way it seems to be. And they start trying to figure out who Kurt is.
0: That seems like something that happens like at the halfway
1: point or something like that. Yeah.
0: Like something is discovered... Todd finds Kurt, like, crying yeah. in his room or in the yeah, bathroom yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, and then they have that breakthrough. That's what I was going to say. It needs to be a point where they come full circle and they're working together on something or something In like which that.
1: case, let's bump – I would bump Kurt's – or uh, I would lower Kurt's age to, like, 15, and I would bump uh, Todd's age to, like, 13, mm. and then make them – they're supposed to be the same age. Yeah. But that's where some of their tension comes from. Is that clearly Kurt is older and more developed than Todd, mm-hmm. but they're supposedly the same age. And you could even make the parents, Todd's parents, be kind of, uh, kind of seem sort of clueless. Like, we got you a buddy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we thought if we got someone the same age as you, it'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, what a worst, terrible idea. <laughs> worst parents ever. Um, but then. It, there's a lot of tension because Kurt is bigger and, yep. you know, smarter. Oh, my
0: birthday's earlier. Like, just little <laughs> yeah, things like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, and, and, and then it's obvious, oh, Kurt is actually older. Yeah. And maybe that's when Kurt lets him in, he's like, I'm not 13. Mm-hmm. I figured this out a long time ago that I wasn't the age they were telling people I was. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And he, that was, like, his first clue, like, that's not how old I am. And maybe he remembers they, they fudged his age at at a point in his foster system time when he was like, wait, I'm not five. <laughs> yeah. I'm seven. You know what I mean? And he remembers it, but they thought he was young enough to not remember it. And it feels weird. Like if you told someone, when I was
0: five – or when I was seven, someone told me I was five. They'd right. be like, okay.
1: Okay, whatever. <laughs> sure. And it's a foster system. Foster kids are weird. You know what I mean? Like can you trust them? You know, are they saying – <laughs> I didn't mean foster kids are weird. I'm just saying it's a strange, uh, sure. It's a strange circumstance. Yeah. Can you trust what they're saying? What's what's happening? What's what's actually their history? That kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So where where does this go? That has an ending that is that feels like um, appropriate for where it's going, and that's satisfying for what this for all of this setup and mystery and thriller and tension? Mm-hmm. What ending? would satisfy that without going full on. He becomes a fugitive on the run, and, like, he's getting chased and all of that.
1: Well, that I was going to say, I think that Todd and Kurt should go try to find Kurt's mom. Okay. That that should be part of them, their story, almost like a Stand By Me or, you know, when when this band of kids gets together and does something really dangerous or really outside of mm-hmm. their... Realm of understanding, in order to make something right or to you know solve a mystery, so they through a series of events, they end up going to try to find his mom um and end up being confronted with bad guys and you know all kinds of stuff, and you can introduce some some like helpful characters you know mm-hmm. thinking about stranger things you've got hopper, yeah uh the cop, so there could be like a small town cop who they run to and he ends up helping them or a small town detective that has like
0: no work. And it's like, yeah, like he's got his private detective. There's no, the
1: there's no actual mystery <laughs> no. in this small town.
0: Yeah. Um, so, um, of this sounds like it would f- work well on like a TV show or yeah. like something that's episodic. You mm-hmm. can really build these characters out. Um, and so thinking through it that way, it allows it to like kind of dive in and like, let's spend some time where they are. Don't like each other. And there's a lot of mystery. And now towards the end, let's spend some time where they are working together and, and build that slowly. Um, and then you could even have like with his mom, since it was an experimental program, maybe it's shut down by now. And he got, he got moved around so many times that she lost contact with him too. Yeah. And so that's I don't know how they would start to piece that together. Or I
1: wonder so she lost contact with him or maybe she's made contact with him but not made a way for him to make contact with her a couple oh, of yeah. times. That's interesting. Like dropped him notes or something. Tweeted at him. Tweeted at him. <laughs> or maybe he got he gets a birthday card every year from he doesn't know there's no name on it. It's just hmm. like twenty bucks every year from he doesn't know. And somehow they always know where he is or whatever, and that's part of his story.
0: So why would she not be trying to get him
1: back, is it still
0: not safe, or?
1: Well, that's that's part of the mystery. I think is like okay. it's maybe maybe she's, they're watching her to try to get at him. Why do they want him so bad?
0: Who? Kurt. Kurt's family.
1: Yeah. Why do the bad guys want? Oh. Kurt? Um. Yeah. I don't know. He's. <laughs> I was trying to think of, like, a superhero reference like, <laughs> where he's like... Maybe Kurt is a monster. Yep, yeah, He's a witch. He's a, <laughs> he's a zombie who loves music. Um, let me, while let, all you think about this,
0: let me take a second to shout out the Joplin Public Library. <laughs>
1: That's where we are.
0: We, we always mention where we are, and so we didn't mention that in this one. Also, if you notice, the sound quality is a little bit better. We uh, got a new microphone, so hopefully that is, is helpful. Got it. Okay, let's hear it.
1: His thumbprint opens something, but Hmm. only his thumbprint. Okay. So there's some kind of uh, vault or lockbox or something that's protected or password protection or something that only his thumbprint can
0: unlock. So in that case, what if we make it so his dad's not a terrible guy, but like somebody his dad was working for Mm -hmm. killed his dad while he, his dad was saving Kurt. So they're the ones trying to, not his dad, but somebody else Ooh, is trying to find him. I wonder
1: if we could do something like kind of Edward Snowden type stuff where his dad was a contractor for the government um, found out all this crazy government stuff was happening uh, because he's like a computer programmer, hacker kind of uh, person and ends up discovering all this horrible stuff but then gets killed basically but before that, he has locked it away in a digital vault somewhere that can only only be unlocked with his th- son's thumbprint. Um, and there's some reason why that's true. I don't want to get into the technicalities <laughs> sure, of it. Sure. But then um, his mom realizes this. His mom is also like a hacker, figures out a way to game the foster system, puts him in foster care, you know, horribly painful. Mm-hmm all of this stuff. um, But then has been sort of watching him, but trying to hide him at the same time. Uh, And maybe that's why, maybe his dad's dead actually. Yeah. But maybe that's part of the story is that he thinks his dad's the bad guy. He feels like maybe his dad's the the person who's, you know, at wrong or is after him, but it's really the government. Um, And then I have a twist.
0: (laughs) Well, wouldn't his mom be trying to find a way for them to be together?
1: Sure, but maybe that's, maybe she hasn't figured it out yet. Okay. She doesn't know how to make it work. Um and so that's part of the story too.
0: Okay. You have a twist, I have an ending. Go with it with your twist. Okay. First.
1: So the twist is it's way back at that cognitive dissonance where it's like why would this family foster this kid who's the same age mm-hmm. as their son? And it turns out this the parents in this family are actually government agents and they've been they're in like a deep cover mission to find this kid who hmm. has the secret of whatever
0: so do they know it's him or they're just fostering kids left and right trying to like that could be oh, interesting that's
1: interesting i wonder they're like trying to find kids of a certain age like
0: they followed the track all the way back to this branch organization of the mm. witness protection program they knew that he got his age is around this age And so they've just been fostering kids. And so that could be part of Todd's story, too. He's like, why do we keep
1: fostering these kids? This is really strange. But his life feels relatively normal except for these foster kids that are filing through his family.
0: Which could explain why his parents are kind of aloof and, like, weird a little bit. Yeah,
1: Or even feel – you could even have Todd have some weirdness where it's like, why do they act so, like – nice to these foster kids we have a new foster kid every couple of years or something yeah um and so yeah i don't know
0: hmm. so for the ending i was trying to fig- figure out a way where like he could be with his mom but then the people get what they want to and so like basically you have to set up the scene but he if it's a thumbprint he basically just cuts his thumb off <laughs> Oh, and damn. leaves it behind and,
1: and, then and that stops again. them.
0: But mm-hmm. then he's with his mom, him and his mom disappear. Hopefully that's enough to stop them. Who cares if they get what they want? Right. It doesn't bother us on a micro scale, like not being together. Like it might right. it might affect us on a macro scale eventually mm-hmm. with all that information that gets out there or whatever it is, but we don't
1: care about that right now. So yeah. it feels like a weird resolution a little bit, like you
0: didn't actually stop them,
1: but so you got what you that. want. So that could be an interesting, like, if you wanted to do a follow-up, like, they go on the run or into hiding for a while together, and it's happy, but it's sad, too, because the government gets their secrets. Mm -hmm. They don't even know what the secrets are. Kurt doesn't have a thumb. Kurt doesn't have a thumb. (laughs) And Todd and Kurt are separated. Yeah, season two. Season two. That's the setup for that. Yeah, season two, the mom and Kurt decide that they are going to use their hacking skills. And maybe Kurt has developed... That's how he's, like, researched some of the stuff. He's mm-hmm. kind of a, uh, you know, a budding hacker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and so, anyway, yeah, season two is them trying to track down what were those secrets, and why did the government want sure. them? Why were they willing to do all this stuff, you know?
0: So they've, like, because they're living... They are they got what they wanted. Like, they, they're living together off the grid, basically, but... Yeah. Now their guilt is like, we gave them what we wanted, and now all these people are suffering. Right. We have to do something.
1: Yeah, totally. Nice. And the mystery remains, what were the secrets? Like, why is it so? And
0: then, since Todd's parents were agents, he's in the foster system now.
1: Oh, crazy. So his parents give him up. Yeah. If they're even his parents. Well, maybe that's kind of the, the beginning of it is... Kurt, after a couple of years, decides to try to find Todd again and maybe make contact. That's and he wild. realizes he can't find Todd. That's amazing. And he found Todd's parents, but he can't find Todd. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> what is happening? And then he tries to track him down and figure out what happened. Nice. That's a good story. That's a good two stories. Yeah, man. I love it. Sweet. All right. Well, until next time, my friends, Yeah. use these uh, however you want um, and let us know when you do. Um, you can follow us on nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, the, the podcast is available wherever you listen to That's podcasts, true. Spotify, Apple, Overcast, um, anywhere that podcasts are available.
1: Overcast is the best podcasting app.
0: It's not bad. It's I don't love the logo, though. Like, I want to kind oh, of really? change that, I which you can't. It. I almost bought the paid version just so I oh, could change it. the logo. I have the paid version. It, pretty good.
1: Yeah, so I might check it out. A little free ad for Overcast. <laughs> for overcast. <there. laughs> um Yeah, I think I think that's it. FCSchultz.com/slash/free-story-ideas. Let yep. us know if you have a prompt, or even if you're an author or a filmmaker and you're stuck on a story, and maybe want us to definitely troubleshoot it and work it out. We'd love to do that. That'd be super fun. Um, so yeah, until next time, we'll see you later. See you.